As Larry and Carol mentioned, uh, we'll talk about the, uh, the love of God and what that means to have that in our house and, and in our lives there. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> and so the, the scriptures I, I picked, uh, you remember last week, <clears throat> we, we talked about Mary <clears throat> pondering. And, and right after she says yes to God, she immediately goes to her, her cousin Elizabeth's house. I want to pick up the, the story there. <clears throat> so this is from the Gospel of Luke, uh, chapter 1, and verses uh, 39 through 45. So Mary has just said yes to God, yes to the child, and this is what she does. In those days, <clears throat> Mary set out and, and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me that the mother of my Lord comes to me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her by the Lord. And then if we move forward in the story a little bit to the birth of Jesus in Luke chapter 2, we read, um, And Mary gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the end. And these, these are the, the words of God uh, for each and every one of us here today. Amen. In my uh, reading this week, I came across a, a quote <clears throat> from uh, Meister Eckhart, and it just kind of struck me as just like, wow, this is, um, this is a lot. And it just brought, really brought a lot of meaning and maybe purpose to our lives as well. And Meister Eckhart said, we are all meant to give birth to God. We are all meant to give birth to God. And as we take some time just to, to pray, uh, to ponder and to meditate on that, what does that mean to you today? That each of us are called to give birth to God. And you might use the word give birth to Christ, to give birth to the, the Holy Spirit within us. What does that mean? So let's take a few moments just to uh, pray silently and reflect on that. Let us pray. When I uh, first read this quote from Eckhart, we are all meant to give birth to God. We are all meant to give birth to God. Uh, my first thoughts were, um, can he say that? 
<laughs> is that okay? <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, with communion, when we receive communion um, each week or, or once a month, that, that grace of God is free. We are loved freely and unconditionally, no matter what, from God. But as we receive that blessing and, and that grace, with that comes responsibility. You know, that we're, we are called to, to live a certain way in the world, to, to be a part of the world and help bring that kingdom here on earth. And I think that's what Eckhart is getting to is that we are all meant to give birth to God, to give birth to Christ. And so as you had some time here today, just to kind of reflect and ponder on that, what does that mean to you? Or what does that, what does that look like to you, not only as individuals, but as a church, as a community? How do we give birth to Christ here? And I'll, I'll open this up if, if anyone would like to share what may have come, come to you there. All right, well, we'll thank all of you for sharing. Those are really uh, great thoughts and, and, and glad that we're taking some time just to think about what it means to, to give birth to God, to give birth to, to Christ in the world. And I uh, also read something earlier this week and uh, the author, I forget who said it, but he or she said, Christmas is not a given. Christmas is not a given. And, and Catherine de Hook, I'm not for sure if I'm, Hope maybe, I'm not sure if I'm saying her name right, but she founded some hospitality houses in, in Toronto, as well as in Harlem, New York. And she says um, that we are all called to become icons of Christ, to reflect Christ. We are called to incarnate. And a lot of you use that word today. We are called to incarnate Christ in our lives, to clothe ourselves with him. And the question we are asking today is, which I think is at the heart of our faith and the heart of our, our life and how we live, what does it mean to clothe ourselves with God, with Jesus, with Christ, with the Holy Spirit? And I think this is what Meister Eckhart is saying here. We are all meant to give birth to God. And like Mary, we might respond initially, how can that be? How can I give birth to Christ? How can I do that? How do we give birth to Christ in the world? Which is to say, how do we help bring that kingdom of hope and peace and joy and love here on earth? And Mary is a model of spiritual living of living well and faithfully. And she has this very rich, abundant life. And that life, as some of you mentioned, is also full of a lot of sorrow and pain. But ultimately, it's full of God's love, full of meaning and purpose and love and the sacrifice that love often requires of us. And when God appears to Mary, when she hears those angels speaking to her, when the spirit nudges her, when she has that feminine intuition, what does Mother Mary, what does Our, Our Lady do? And as we mentioned last week, she ponders. 
she stops and she's still. The word we would use today is she contemplates. Mary sinks in to God's well of wisdom. And Edwina Gately, she says, wisdom. Think of that word. That's another great word, wisdom. She says, wisdom is God's playmate. Wisdom is the feminine principle of the Godhead. And it is at work ever delighting in birthing new possibilities and inviting open hearts to rise up and to respond to visions and dreams, visions and dreams of hope and peace and joy and love and to embody those dreams, to make them flesh, to make them a reality. And when Mary ponders by the grace of God, she, she empties herself and she creates space. She creates space for God's wisdom and truth to enter into her. And I, and I would even say that's the paradox. It's already there, but she recognizes that presence within her. And God's hope and peace and joy and love, they gestate within her. When Mary says yes to God's message, to God's wisdom, what does she do? She says, yes, let it be with me according to your word, God. And immediately, that first passage I read, she immediately goes with haste. She goes quickly to Zachariah's house. And she greets Elizabeth, who is also with a child. And it's wonderful just to imagine <clears throat> the love and the joy and the peace that these women share with one another. In Mary's greeting to Elizabeth, I always wonder, what did she say? I can just imagine the warmth and the love that Mary radiates. She's giving birth to that nature of God right in that moment. And at the very sound of Mary's voice, the child within Elizabeth leaps with joy. And I love just picturing that as well, that child leaping for joy. And Elizabeth, she mirrors Mary's presence. And there's this expansion of that love. It just continues to grow. And Elizabeth says, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And these two women, Elizabeth, who was old and barren and now is going to have a child, and Mary, who is young and unmarried, they embody, and both a lot of you mentioned that word, they embody the spirit of Christmas. They bless each other, they enrich one another, and they love one another. And when Mary ponders, she experiences God's intimacy, and God wraps her in bands of swaddling cloth. Mary discovers that God's love and grace is so intimate, but it is never exclusive. When we experience that love of God, it's an intimacy that we can't quite wrap ourselves around, but it's never exclusive. And I always ask myself, am I walking with God? Am I following God's will? And if my world is expanding, then I think I'm within that grace. If my world is contracting and getting smaller, and if I'm excluding people, then I'm out of line. 
or have fallen out of that will. Because that love is always so intimate, but it's always expanding to greater and greater circles of compassion and love. And this is why when Mary says yes, she goes with hey, she goes in a hurry and she shares that love with Elizabeth. And that love just continues to grow between them and even with the children that are growing within them <clears throat> because we cannot contain love. We can't control it and decide who is lovable and who's not. God loves everyone. And that wonderful verse we say so often, for God loved the world. And this is the kingdom of God coming here on earth. This is Christmas. And Catherine of Siena, I might be saying her, wrong, her name wrong as well, but she lived from 1347 to 1380. And just to have this, this maturity of thought during that particular time, and especially uh, as, as a woman who would have been marginalized by society, she said, love is had only by loving. Love is had only by loving. If you want love, you must begin by loving. I mean, you must want to love. And this is why Mary goes to Elizabeth's house. house. She loves her. And Mary and Elizabeth, they fill the air in the room with promise, with joy, with hope, and the mutual blessings. And I can't speak for you, but I think I could guess that all of us want to live in that room of blessing, of lifting one another up. And this room, I would say, is heaven on earth, because all the way to heaven is heaven. And Mary and Elizabeth have this incredible, incredible interaction with one another. And it's a model for us to live by and to inspire us. Because Christmas is about the birth of Jesus, who gives birth to the universal Christ. And so what are our interac interactions like each day? all the people we encounter, what do we give birth to? What seeds do we plant? The candles we, we've been lighting each week, they're not simply meant to be a thoughtless ritual. When we interact with our, our children, whether they're young or, or old, or our parents, when we interact with our, our coworkers, our neighbors and our bosses, and those who might disagree with us, what do we give birth to? Are we giving birth to the seeds of Christmas? <clears throat> do we give birth to hope, to peace, to joy, and to love? <clears throat> and this is a real challenge and we don't do it alone. We do it by the grace of God and we do it in community as well. And what gifts do we exchange with the people who are closest to us? Because my experience in, in living life is the ones who are closest to us, the ones who we commit our lives to are quite often the hardest people in our lives to love. And what gifts do we exchange with those who are, are different from us? <clears throat> to give birth to Christmas is to begin 
by loving. And it's a process and we need to be gentle with ourselves as God is gentle with us. And after Mary and Elizabeth bless one another and care for one another and lift each other up, Mary gives birth to Jesus. And she wraps him in bands of cloth and she lays them in a manger. It's just one little verse. She wraps them in cloth and lays them in a manger. Mary wraps her child, God's beloved son, in the clothing of compassion, in the clothing of kindness and humility, in the clothing of meekness and patience and forgiveness. We read all this in, in Colossians, Colossians 3. <clears throat> Mary clothes the baby Jesus with love which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Mary is ever so gentle with her baby. And we also need to be gentle with ourselves, with our babies, whether they're old or young. We need to be gentle with our parents and our neighbors. And we also need to be gentle with those who disagree with us. And we need to constantly ask ourselves, what are we giving birth to? Because this is what Christmas is about, giving birth, a new way of life, a new way of being in the world. What are we giving birth to? How do we begin each of our interactions each and every day? And Mary, our lady, the mother of Jesus to Christ, she loved. And she models that for us. And may we do likewise today. Amen.